0: The reason we get stuck in these negative ruts, the reason we get stuck in these thoughts and they kind of hold us back is because we don't accept and commit to doing something else. We don't take any action and therefore we kind of stay stagnant and that thought just keeps resurfacing because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Deep balance I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together, let's find your unique balance. Hey, Balancers. Welcome to another BTS episode. I'm your host, Erica, and I'm so glad you're here today to take the steps necessary to crush and reach your unique sense of balance. I'm so pumped you're here for today's episode because today I get to share a three-step process that I have recently been implementing that has really, really helped me deal with negative thoughts. Now, I want to preface this whole episode by saying that there is nothing wrong with you if you get regular and a lot of, might I add, negative thoughts. With the amount of thoughts on average that we get per day, I think it's virtually impossible for none of those to be negative. And so what I want to remind everyone here just before we dive into the three step process is that. The aim is not to get rid of negative thoughts because I really think that that's an impossible task. I think even the happiest person alive would have negative thoughts. The magic and the power is in how we deal or respond to them. So are you allowing those to control you? Are you acting off them? Or do you have an internal process where you diffuse them and use it as an opportunity to maybe understand something about yourself or use it as a little bit of motivation to be proactive in another direction. So with that in mind, let's get straight into the process. I have to acknowledge that this process is something I learned from an incredible thought leader. His name is Mo Adult and he is the author of Solve for Happy. He was also interviewed by Stephen Bartlett on the diary of a CEO In an episode that I have, I'm not joking, listened to at least three or four times. Now, this episode is like two hours long, but every single time I listen to it, I get a completely new revelation. I take something new and fresh away from it. I actually think it's going to form part of like a yearly ritual for me. So I'm going to pop a link to that in the show notes. And I would really, really recommend reading the book. But I wanted to share this three-step process because I just feel it's so brilliant. And it's something I myself have been using of late that works. It works for me personally. And I think it's a really brilliant flow to help us deal with these negative thoughts that just seem to always be bothering us. Of course, this is going to be an extremely high overview. And if you want a deep dive, I would really recommend reading the book. But here we go. This is me sharing a three-step process that has really worked for me. And I hope for anybody listening that is struggling with negative thoughts, you really get a lot out of hearing this today. So the first step in the three-step process is to ask yourself if it's true. Often we get these negative thoughts that seem so random. We don't even know why that thought is in our head. Maybe it doesn't even reflect what you actually feel or think that you think. And so asking if it's true is the first step in kind of giving yourself power back and removing yourself from the thought. I'm going to use a very, very basic example here to walk us through this. So let's say that I have applied for a whole bunch of jobs and I haven't heard back from any of them. A thought I have in my head is that I'm not good enough or I'm not employable. So the first question is, is that true? In this instance, me not hearing back doesn't mean I haven't gotten the job. It means that they haven't gotten back to me yet. And so ultimately that thought is not true. It's just a reaction or response or just the way my brain's been wired in a protective mechanism, but it's not actually gonna serve me in the moment because it's not true. And if you can objectively look at a thought and say to yourself, it's not true, it helps create a little bit of distance between you and the thought to help you shift and try and step away from it. Now I know it's not always that easy and Mo does explain that this process took him a really long time, but he was persistent and proactive with it as I've been myself. And you feel over time, it becomes a little bit of an automatic reaction. So if, if you're thinking or you've got a whole bunch of thoughts in your head that you regularly get and you're thinking, well, that's not going to work for me. I promise you, if you're proactive with it and keep trying and keep going, despite the amount of thoughts that keep coming into your mind, it will become a little bit more of a natural process. So ask is ask if it's true. If it's not true. You practice surrendering and just letting go to the thought because it doesn't serve you right now because it holds no truth. It holds no practical value. If it is true, so let's say I got a rejection. Somebody came back to me and said, look, you're not experienced enough. You're not the right person. We're looking for the job. Then sure, maybe in some dimension that that is true. I mean, I wouldn't draw a line there and say that you're not employable. You're not good enough. But you could say that you weren't right for the job. And maybe if we stretch out that thought, then maybe, yes, in some vein, it is true. In some instances, the thought you will have may be true. And if that's the case, then we go to step two, which is can you do something about it? The reason I love that this is step number two is because often we have these thoughts that are so unhelpful. It's like, okay, great. Thanks, brain. Like, what am I supposed to do with that information? What am I supposed to do with my life now that I've had this thought? And often you can't do anything to change a situation. And it feels like you having that thought is just dragging you through the mud and keeping you emotionally kind of like pinned down or held back, but it actually serves no practical purpose. And so asking if you can do something about it helps you put into perspective whether you have control over the situation or not. So in the case of I didn't get the job and I got a rejection back or they just told me I wasn't the right person, is there anything I can do about that situation? No. There is nothing I can do about that situation. It's done. And it may not have even been that I wasn't good enough. It just might've been that they found a candidate that was better suited. In either instance, there's nothing I can do. Obviously at this point, if there is something you can do to change a situation, then you go and do it. It's that simple. You take control over the situation, and you say, thank you, Thought, you've, you've helped me now realize I can do something about this situation, and you take it down that path. But if there's nothing you can do, then we go to step three, which he calls committed acceptance. Can you accept that the situation is what it is and commit to doing something because of it? The flow in my head is like, you've had a thought that might be true or hold some truth. There's nothing you can do about it, that being the situation that it is reflective of, And then the third step asks if you can use all of that as kind of motivation or a slingshot or a pivot to accept that it is what it is and commit to doing something better with your life. So can you use that thought of you're not employable, you're not good enough? Can you use that string or that flow to then go, you know what, I'm going to apply for more jobs, use it as ammunition or motivation to do something a bit different, because if the thought's true and you can't do anything about it, then you can practice accepting the situation is almost like a bit of surrender and commit to an action step that's going to take you out of your head and into action and doing. The reason we get stuck in these negative ruts, the reason we get stuck in these thoughts and they kind of hold us back is because we don't accept and commit to doing something else. We don't take any action and therefore we kind of stay stagnant. And that thought just keeps resurfacing because if nothing changes, nothing changes. And so I feel this three step process Whilst, of course, like very, very negative, maybe even traumatic thoughts, maybe this isn't the right process for it. Like, obviously, I'm a huge advocate for therapy and working with a professional for those kinds of things. But for day-to-day negative thoughts that just frustrate or annoy you, I've found this process incredibly powerful. And when we can kind of flow through this three-step process and and reach a point where we're from a negative thought to a position where we're going to take action and do something... That also is helping us accept the situation. That brings you back to balance. That brings you back to groundedness because it brings you back to yourself. It takes you away from the negative thought and realigns you through grounding. So I hope for anybody listening who's been struggling with anything similar, you found this process useful. I would strongly recommend checking out the Diary of a CEO episode, which I've popped a link to in the show notes below. I promise you won't regret it. And of course, reading the book, if you want to hear more of the fantastic Mo. I'm working on getting him on the podcast as well. So stay tuned for that. And just before I let you go, if you have a moment to leave us a review or rating on Apple, Spotify, whatever platform you're listening on, it would mean the absolute world to me and really helps us grow as a community. So it is so appreciated the one or two minutes you can take out of your day to drop your thoughts there. And I really look forward to reading all of your thoughts. Link up with us on Instagram and TikTok if you haven't already. Links are in the show notes too. But otherwise, I hope you have an incredible rest of your day or night. And I'll see you all on Monday for another guest episode.